I start with the idea that human nature is to be forgiving. Piece of Evans, number one, Tiger Woods. All right, everybody, it's the Maximizer Medicare podcast. December 18th, this podcast will drop. My name is J.O. I'm the author of Maximize Your Medicare. The 2020-21 edition is going to be out on January 7th. January 7th. That's just days away. You can pre-order the book on Amazon or anywhere else that you like to buy books online. You can pre-order that now. If you send me a DM using Instagram, Max, Max Your Medicare, Facebook, Maximize Your Medicare, Twitter, Max Your Medicare. If you send me a proof of purchase, you are going to be automatically entered into a $100 Amazon gift card free drawing, which will occur on January 7th. All you need to do is pre-order the book, attach a proof of purchase, and send it to us. We will make sure that your entry is automatically input into the system. Over the last couple of days, some very bizarre stuff has happened. The first of which is almost laughably that the deadline, the federal deadline for the individual health insurance enrollment period, the open enrollment period, normally it's supposed to be, that deadline is supposed to be midnight uh, on the December 15th. Well, due to healthcare.gov and other bottle technological bottlenecks, there has been an extension through December 18th. December 18th is now the deadline. So that leaves just one extra day, but from the time that you can hear this podcast, so by the time you hear this podcast, it may have already passed, but for those persons who have not yet enrolled in an ACA compliant plan, you still have the ability to do so through December 18th. Outside of this, can you enroll in a compliant plan? The answer is no, unless you have a special enrollment period. There can be a number of different enrollment periods. For example, a change in marital status where you lost your insurance, or for example, if your employer discontinued their health insurance offering to you. These types of things. There are many special enrollment periods. I'm just going to tell you that the bar in order to cross or to qualify for a special enrollment period, a special enrollment period for individual health insurance, this has become harder. There are reasons for this, and that is they don't want a person to be diagnosed in May with some incurable disease and then sign up for individual health insurance with no pre-existing conditions limitation to start on June 1, right? Because that would mean that the carriers would take a clear bath. This is called adverse selection. I don't want to hear people whining about, you know, this is not fair, that is not fair. This kind of thing happens in every commercial matter. You cannot simply just for example, foreclose and walk away from your house intentionally 
Well, the problem with that is you've driven down the price of the neighborhood. This happens. Somehow, somehow we attach some extra, you know, fairness standard to health matters. Okay. Or as, or, and then try to assign blame. Health insurance companies to blame, they're charging too much. You know, we, I've seen a lot of press, a lot. The last six months have been basically six months straight of the idea that health insurance, the premiums are too high, whether that be on the individual market or whether or not that be in the employer-sponsored market that the family deductibles are high, the out-of-pocket maximums are high. Those are undeniably the case, all right? Those are undeniably the case. We already know this, right? Someone in their mid-50s, for example, any decent health and compliant plan, certainly $500 a month plus, okay? Certainly. I can't stress this enough that all of the information that you see that look like, you know, observations about the expensive cost, okay? The fixes, th those, there are no fixes being proposed, okay? In GH2 Unfiltered, which is a subscription site, I have prescribed what to do about fixing it. Fixing it means that you need to solve health care cost, not the calculated price of health insurance. Again, the analogy I like to draw, when people are complaining about health insurance as the, and the sticker price, this is like complaining about the price of orange juice, that that has caused the price of raw oranges to increase. That is exactly backwards. If you want to fix health insurance costs, you need to fix the cost of underlying health care. Insurance carriers, they are calculating stuff based off the inputs. That input, the cost of hospitalization, the cost of lab work, the cost of physician's visits, etc., etc. Now, this may sound like I am blaming the hospital, the doctor, the lab. That is also not the case, right? What I'm saying is that the fix is much more complicated than simply telling health insurance that they're being unfair. That is not the solution. It, that's not the solution. That's never going to be the solution, a permanent solution. The only permanent solution here is to drop the cost of health care itself. Are there ways to do this? Yes. And we're going to settle this now? No. We are not. Okay. I'm off the soapbox on the individual health market. I'm now to back to Medicare. Okay, so it is now beyond the annual election period. It, has, it ended on December 7th. That said, this is a very important time, a critical time, for those persons who want to switch from their existing configurations. So who are you? Number one, if you are interested in switching your Medigap carrier, that is possible. You can remember, Medigap is not calendar dependent. You can change Medigap carriers at any time during the year. 
That said, that does not mean that you are going to be automatically accepted by every new carrier. Certain states, you do have consumer rights which protect your ability to change carriers. That is true. That is true. For example, Missouri, you have something called the anniversary date meaning that you can change around the time that you originally enrolled in a Medigap plan. In the Pacific Northwest, you have Oregon, Washington, California, West Coast, I should say. You have special dates where you can change Medigap carriers around your birthday, something called the birthday rule. Okay, There are state-specific carve-outs which expand your ability to switch from Medigap carrier number one to Medigap carrier number two. Is there reason to do so? The answer to that is a definite maybe. Why is that? What happens is, let's say you're 70 years old and you were enrolled in Medigap from 65 to 70 in state number three. The reality is over those five years, your rates have increased very likely. And not only that, but new carriers have reset prices and their risk pools to potentially save you a great deal of money if you're a 70-year-old because a new entrant or an existing entrant has reset their risk pool. Now, this sounds very geeky, and you know my hand is up on that, but the financial impact can be notable. Have we switched persons? intentionally under this idea yes how much is it can it be five hundred dollars per person per year yes that is possible okay so if you're trying to switch medigap carriers this is an opportune time to do so because many carriers switch their year premiums so you get to know what 2020 looks like and you can get that information now that's group number one. Group number two, if you are interested in going from Medicare Advantage to Medigap, this is also a second window every year. Why? The reason is because beginning on January 1st through March 31st, you have the unrestricted right to cancel your Medicare Advantage plan and go to a standalone prescription plan. So what in the world, this is complicated, but why am I mentioning this particular time for the persons who wanna go from Medicare Advantage to Medigap? The reason is we need time. We need time to evaluate whether or not you're going to be accepted into Medigap for January 1st or February 1st or March 1st, right? That doesn't happen overnight. We need to look at your facts. The carriers need to evaluate the facts. They need to look at your medical records. They're going to have to call you and talk to you on the phone, etc., etc. The outcome, the order matters here. And the reason for that is you cannot just simply cancel your Medicare Advantage plan on January 5th, on January 1st, and then in try to attempt to send in a Medigap application on January 2nd. That is a disaster waiting to happen. Why? The reason is that you can only switch from Medicare Advantage to 
Part D standalone prescription plan once during the first quarter of 2020. Once. Once and only once. You don't get to switch from Medicare Advantage back to Part D and then back to Medicare Advantage again. You don't get to do that. You get one shot at this. So the most critical part is you need to know if your Medigap application is accepted first. First, right? Can't overemphasize this enough to you. Medigap acceptance first, then you can cancel your Medicare Advantage plan beginning on January 1st of 2020. Choose a Part D plan, and then you can have Medigap with Part D from that point. That is doable. That is doable. Third set of persons. Changing amongst Medicare Advantage plans is possible beginning on January 1st. The time to examine that is now. The reason for that is you want to make the change. Let's just say you have Medicare Advantage plan number four and you want to change to Medicare Advantage plan number five. And let's say that these two are different carriers. Well, the reason you want to make this change early in the quarter is just a practical one. And that is that if you spend money out of pocket expenses, okay, you want to not have to re spend money and then reset your counters for towards your out of pocket maximum back down to zero for plan number five. So let's just say you're on plan number four on January 1st. You go and have medical services on January 2nd. It costs you $300. And then on February 1st, you have switched to plan number five. Well, guess what? That $300 is gone. And now you may have to start back at zero. So this is part of the issue here. This sounds like a pain in the neck, right? I mean, it sounds like too much trouble, but the reality is, is this and there's lots of data and, you know, infographics that you can see the policy, you know, figureheads and, you know, wonks talk about and post on the Internet. What happens is the people who are sitting with existing Part D plans or Medicare Advantage plans, they don't shop around. Something like only like 15% change a year, which is quite incredible. For 15% to change, given the fact that there are this many moving parts and that there's this much competition, if I said it once in Maximize Your Medicare, I've said it 10 times inside this book. 10 times, easily 10 times, which is you need to understand that the market is moving and things are evolving and they are not always negative. Some are negative, right? A prescription fall does goes from tier two to specialty. That can happen, which will increase your out-of-pocket cost. The flip side also occurs, which is very intense competition amongst Medicare Advantage plans. This year, I have found stunning changes, stunning changes that the competition the increased competition has brought. I've already mentioned on Money Malt on many podcasts 
that we have incidents where insulin inject certain certain brands of insulin are now generic and can have a zero dollar copay this is a multiple thousand dollar a year benefit for some and that's a lot of people you know someone who requires insulin injections who else well we also have situations where the maximum out-of-pocket limit for in-network and out-network are the same which is dramatically different than the first edition of Maximize Your Medicare in 2013, where the out-of-pocket maximum, if you used an out-of-network provider, could have been double the amount of the in-network out-of-pocket maximum. I've seen that been, that gap has closed down to zero, meaning that the out-of-pocket maximum, if you stay in-network, or the out-of-pocket maximum if you use out-of-network is the same, which these are dramatic improvements for those people requiring extensive healthcare services. I spoke quickly today. Remember, MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Pre-order the book. Get your free entry into the $100 gift card drawing, which is going to be in the days prior to the official release of Maximize Your Medicare, going to be available on January 7th, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, bookstores nationwide. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We don't get enough good ratings on Apple Podcasts, and I don't know, have any idea why. Please do that. We're also up on iHeartRadio, pretty much everywhere that you digest your and listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk with you next time.